two girls in the paddock. You are joined by your hosts, Georgia and Lara. I'm sure you guys have missed us. We have been, been a while. very busy. But we're finally here. And we're ready to wrap up the season, really. Yeah. We're going to put crazy. our little bow on it. Get ready to jump into the next one. <laughs> wrap this up. Still got way too long to wait for the next one. Yeah, still a while. We've gotten the announcement for some car releases, though, for Ferrari for next year, so we can look forward to that. We can look forward to that, thank God. That's what we've got going for us so far. Other than that, <laughs> nothing. Other than that, nothing. We're just cruising. Well, today, we're going to discuss with you the F2 season. If you guys have listened to any of the podcast episodes, uh, especially the one entitled Lara's Rant... <laughs> You'll know that I personally, huge F2 fan, Georgia, a fan. <laughs> slowly picking it up, slowly understanding what's going on. She's getting there. I'm every getting every so often I just drop crumbs. And yeah, she's we're getting, getting there. there. She's got it down pat. Slowly, <laughs> slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. So today we will be covering, just going over the championship. So we'll start there, I guess, do the championship, discuss the awards, our highlights. Uh, and then for what's going on next year in the F2 grid, because there's been so many changes, it's insane. So, so it'll be fun to dive into, see where everyone's running off to. Yeah. Yeah, but let's start with this year's championship. It was pretty amazing. Um, we had Porsche out on top as our winner for the year, um, with only one win for the season, which is insane. One win in Bahrain. One, yeah, exactly, in Bahrain, like at the very start of the season, and then he didn't win for the rest of the year. Yeah, just very consistent, keeping up there in the points. Like, that's a solid effort. Like, I feel like to win just one race and to still win for the season. Like, I know. I mean, it goes to show you, like, consistency is key. Yes, definitely. Like, like, you don't have to win to win a championship. Like, if you're just always in the points... Yeah, if you're consistent. And I think that's, like, also, like, the joy of F2 is the pointing system and, like, the competition's a bit more there than F1, obviously, with the past couple of years with Max dominating. So with F2, if you want to see a bit more of a competition going on, that's probably where you want to go. Yeah, my personal favourite thing about F2 that I think F1 should incorporate, they won't, but I think they should, is the reversed grid. Yeah, like even just to do it once or twice, I think that'll be interesting. They did it once, so once, didn't they? Like, I know it's about like giving like the like the young ones like a go and like getting the experience. Yeah, but like I think it would make for such an interesting race. Like, yeah, I'm race actually to do a reverse I'm, grid. I'm surprised they haven't. I want to Google that now. Reverse. Why is it showing me reverse drivers with reverse? <laughs> what are you googling? I know what you're googling, but so they haven't. Oh, they've never yeah, done a reverse grid, no, have they? Never done it. No, because F one, they like to stick to their rules, and I mean, like, fair enough. I could see that there could be more of a scuffle, but like, also add a bit of excitement. They, yeah, the Guardian uh, made an article. About um about don't mind my pencil about uh, F one doing a reverse grid and the title of the article is F one sprint races need a reboot reverse grids or one million prize a one million dollar prize could be the spark 
Yeah, what would we I think, I think. <laughs> Where's the one meal coming from to hand that out? Like, I know. The Guardian's like, someone in the F1's got a meal that they can just throw out to the winner of the sprint. Okay, so we're going to deep dive into the prize money because we've just had a bit of an awakening about something. But we're going to be looking at the F2 prize money. We're going to see what's going on. So um, as we mentioned before, Porsche was our winner. Um, Vesti was P2 for the championship mm-hmm. and doing P3, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, okay. So let's have a look-sees. Um, then so obviously P4 and Martin's P5. Yeah. So obviously there isn't as much money coming into F2, I would say, in comparison to F1, obviously. It um, pales in comparison. Yeah. So let's have a look at what the money prize would be. For While you're looking that up, I want to talk yeah, about yeah. a really interesting fact that I saw on TikTok or a really interesting like thought that I saw on TikTok that I think is an interesting discussion is that um someone said that you should that we should stop calling F2 a feeder series since the last 3 F2 championships haven't got, F2 champions sorry haven't got a formula 1 seat yeah true like oscar got there eventually but not straight away yeah, but like yeah. the way you know F2 is presented is that you know it's designed for you to, to step through to F1 but mm. there's no seats. Like five, ten years ago, like, yeah, like there was more opportunity. People were like leaving the sport faster. Like the regulations were different. But now you've got people like Fernando Alonso, for example, who just comes, like he's just been there for forever. Yeah. And he's gone and come back. And like they're going to pick Fernando Alonso over like Teo Pocha which like I don't blame them but I just thought that was an interesting thought that like you know F2 isn't really a feeder series into F1 anymore because so many drivers go on to do other things like WEC or you know LMP2 or Le Mans or like IndyCar um I will find out who who said that, and I will put their username up here, um, and you should go follow them. I think it was another podcast. Yeah, no, it's a fair point. Like, so like you, you should go follow like... the person who said that. Cause <laughs> Whoever we're talking a... about. They, I just thought that they presented such an interesting point. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, my research has conducted that the F2 and F3 drivers – Mm-hmm. Share a prize pool. Apparently, apparently, I don't that's... know how quick my quick two minute research is. I was um, say, that's really not a lot of money, considering no. that like. So it's estimated that an, it's estimated that an F two driver will make because they aren't paid by the teams or something. They're actually paid by sponsors, which I think is quite Okay, that makes sense. F2, you see a lot of them bringing in sponsors with them. That's why a lot of them are getting seats. But they are estimated to make around, um, I can't do numbers, 50,000 to 150,000 euro each season, depending okay, on like, so that's like, where they're at. So That's like approximately 100,000, 150,000 AUD. Give yeah, so 
there isn't actually okay so there isn't a whole lot of information about the money coming into f2 according to um forbes which is all about money isn't it that's like yeah no yes it is it's um well according to forbes in 2018 f2 generated just god f2 generated 21 million revenue and that was through driver fees and sales of cars and equipment so wow yeah so f2 is kind of relying on all that kind of stuff and then drivers are relying on sponsors which is if you think about it in screaming mills that's what the boys have mentioned as well like marcus and clem have said how expensive it is to pay for your f2 car and all that so when you think about it it does make sense it is adding up yeah no i mean it, it makes complete sense it's just unfortunate and i mean i don't know if we've necessarily talked um about this over the podcast I feel like we might have had this conversation in person but formula series are such an inaccessible sport yeah because they are so expensive yeah you need to have sponsors behind you 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 need to have you need to be good the problem is you need to be good you need to like not suck like if you're crap I would maybe be better that that's not what I'm saying and you know it but like you've got to be the best of the best to get sponsors or your family has to be rich yeah like there's no two ways so so the f2 prize pool is shared with f3 and yeah that's what I'm kind of picking up I don't really like know how accurate that is but that's kind of what we're picking up here but it's not that big like yeah that that makes sense so I guess like f2 and f3 would yeah. receive prize money yeah that's it's kind of like yeah what that's getting at and like saying f2 drivers and f3 drivers are really relying on you know sponsors which is i think a known thing like everyone's quite well aware of how they're bringing in sponsors and like it's the same in f1 you look at drivers who are bringing in the most sponsors and stuff like that too and the money they're bringing in because at the end of the day that's what this sport's about it's prestigious it's bringing about bringing in money i mean we've just yeah. spoken that f2 has like a two point something billion revenue for last F1. year like, that's insane hmm? you said f2 you meant f1 oh i did sorry f1 anyways but yeah it's just crazy yeah definitely um all right let's go back to our championship let's discuss f2 for this year yeah um, so as we mentioned before Porsche won. <laughs> our yes Porsche won with only one win for the whole season and then in second place was Frederick Bestie, and he yes. had six wins for the season, which is the most out of anyone in the top five. Yeah, and even with um, Abu Dhabi, it was like, what, a 25, 24-point difference in between him and Porsche to win? Yes, it was yeah, so it was, close. It was a beatable point um, difference between them for the last race of the yes, season. Yes, it, it was. was. Um, some pit-stopping things graphic on the screen because f2 made a graphic about if Terry finishes here fred needs to finish here and like yeah um, yeah. in order for one of them to win the championship they really both needed to be up in the top five because what did vesti end up coming in abu dhabi um he came hold on let's have a look uh he came where is it? There it is. Third? 
No, 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 no. He mm-hmm. won in Abu Dhabi. Um, in the sprint. Yes. But then Jack won the feature. Yes. That is correct. I know. I'm looking at Wikipedia. Oh, I'm looking at the F2 website. Um, so, so in yes. the feature race, he came third, but because Porsche, I think Porsche had to finish above eighth or something or seventh, something like that. And Porsche, Porsche came fifth. So that's how he won. Because Vesti, I think, needed to be higher up. I think he needed to be second if... Vesti was second and Pusher was like P five or six. He would have won. Vesti would have won. I don't know. It was kind of confusing. It's definitely something like that. I'll put the graphic up so that you guys can yeah. see. But better just pretty much grumbling about. Vesti like, needed to finish pretty high, and Teo just needed to beat Fred. I finish essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, pretty much. And then P three was Jack doing. Love yeah, so this life. was also Dewan's Dewan's last season in F two. He's decided to take a step back from F two. Not too sure what his game plan is, what he's doing. Um, um, he hasn't announced his plans for next win. season yet. He hasn't. No, he had three wins no. across the season. Yeah, three wins. Apologies. He had um, Abu Dhabi in the feature race. He had Spa. Was it that we said? Yes, Spa. Spa. And no. where else did he win? Yes, Spa. Yeah. It was, it uh, was, he won back to back. He won. Oh, that's right. He did too. Was it in? Was it hung? No. That is one. Where else? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What's after Hungary? Nom, 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 nom. <sighs> Spa. He won. No, wait. I was right. He won in Hungary, and he won in Spa. They're different tracks. I knew they were different tracks. I'm not crazy. Yeah, no, good job. (laughs) That was very condescending. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's like like, as if you like knew the answer all along. No, I know, I know. That's why I was like, oh, sorry about that. That came out really rude, didn't we? I forgot about like that. Um, yeah. So we had Jack and P3. So all three boys were at the. Um, FIA Awards the other week, getting their trophies. Um, yes. Um, that's back to the championship because we keep getting really sidetracked from the actual championship. We uh, had Ayumu Uwasa came mm-hmm. fourth. He yes. was slated third in the championship until he literally was, yes. Abu Dhabi, where yes. Jack's win pushed him up into P3. Yes, because um, Oasa was up there to be uh, yeah, a contender for winning the championship. I think it was a bit harder for him to actually win it. The um, I odds. think he needed to win both the sprint and the feature and have fastest lap and pole to yeah, it was possibly was some- even yeah. think about winning. Yeah, it was something where it was like, yeah, no. Like, unless you're yeah, giving it your all and a miracle's happening at the same time and everyone else is eliminated you good to go. Yeah. Um, and then we had but... Victor Martins in P5. Mm-hmm. And this um, was his rookie year, I believe, Rookie wasn't season. Rookie yeah, season, that's what I meant. Rookie yeah. year. Yeah. So that's pretty impressive to finish P5 in your rookie year. 
And to have a win. Yeah. So we had, yeah, Victor Martins with his win was in Silverstone. Um, he he also won an award. Yeah, Rookie of the Year. So yeah, Rookie of the Year. I would say that's probably been a big contender and why he's won Rookie of the Year. Is pretty impressive for, you know, your first season. And then also for, um, <sighs> words, words are failing me. ART. That's yes. what I was looking for. For ART to win the championship and rookie of the year. Yeah, that's definitely that's right. They did too, didn't they? Yes. That's a very good effort from them. So who so, did, oh I guess we'll get we'll dive into who's driving into the teams next year later. We'll, we'll just into right that. I just wanna I wanna recap the points that they all finished on because yeah. it's, it's yeah, close. awesome. It is so, close. The points are extremely close in the end. Yeah. Kudos. So we've got Teo Pocher, who finished out ahead on 203. Yeah. Following very close behind Frederick Vesti on 192. Oh. And then we drop a little bit further to Jack Dewan, who got 168. And then it's very close with Uwasa, who got 165. Oh my god, yeah, that's so close. And then Victor Martin's got 150. Yeah, that's still an amazing effort for your first year. So like P1 like, and 2 and P3 and 4 are separated by like this Not much. a whole lot, yeah. yeah. Like uh, seriously, a place could have been the difference in where they finished yeah. the championship. Yeah, it's that's insane. Crazy. I guess, yeah, that's I feel like what's so enjoyable about F2 is how close it all really is. Yeah. And that's why I think sometimes F2 is almost more entertaining than F1. Like, yeah, I love F1 and I'm going to keep watching it probably forever. And I also love Max, but the dominance does get tiring. Like, why don't we like just slush some tires next year? Look, you and me, Melbourne, get into the garage, smash some tires. Get into the garage, slush some tyres. First, we're stalking Charles in Monaco. We're joining. We're we're finding Charles in Monaco. Where that was the very first episode of us threatening to be stalkers. This this episode is now us threatening to slash tyres. Um, <laughs> we're looking at like a jail time real soon. If I'm being honest, we no one's ever giving us paddock passes. No one's letting us in the like anywhere. <laughs> not even anywhere. at the back. It's danger. I have yeah, an EpiPen. No. Yeah. <laughs> our hopes and dreams are, are crashing before our eyes because we're too, too cuckoo. <laughs> too crazy. <laughs> that was really loud. <laughs> so now that we've covered the championship, we want to talk to you guys about some of our personal highlights from the season. And do you want to take it off with number one? Yeah, well, I think it's quite obvious. Well, God, I hope we're about to say the same thing because this could this oh, could yeah. be, you know, deal breaker. Uh, Clem's win. Hello. We had Clem's first F2 win. In Amazing. I literally um, just lost came my mind. Out of nowhere. We got to see James in his, um, you know, wag moment. Uh, the best was when, the, when Clem was actually on podium and they um, panned off to James. Loved it. That was, yeah. James iconic. living his wag life. Yeah, yeah, James was ready. That's what James has been prepping for, like, since the beginning of Screaming Meals was to have this moment. He knew what he was signing up to, and this is it. 
Let's start the show. Yeah. Lost all interest in Clem winning. Um, but that I was, was yeah. so excited for Clem. He has Where had did he actually such start a in tough that season. It's really, yeah. it's really not been his year. But that win in Zanvoort, the strategy that his team had was just so perfect that yeah, it, it was, all just um, came together. I just wanted to see where he qualified. In Zandvoort? Yeah. Here we go. Where did he qualify? So, in quali, he came uh, 13th. Okay. Okay. Pardon Sprint me. race, he was... In sprint race, he was P8. P8 in sprint okay. race, P13, I just say, in yeah, quali. Um, and then, yeah, P1 in... Clem's win in Zandvoort was phenomenal. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, we were actually... Lara, you were busy or something, or we were on the phone together. Like, you weren't watching it. You were watching it off my phone on the TV, if you remember. I think I've got screenshots on my phone that we can put up in here. Um, Is that yeah, when when I'll, I'll find it because I I remember and we were squealing on the phone together. If you like, you remember better than I do. I because I do not remember. Yeah. Um. What race? Uh, what the twenty fifth to twenty seventh? Have a look. Yeah, I don't know if you were at work or something or what you were doing, but I do remember we were on Facetime together. Yeah, I, it... I mean, I fu- I fully believe you. I just <laughs> I don't think you're lying, but. <laughs> I just have no memories. Let me see. August. That's October no, still. No, we were definitely on FaceTime. No, we weren't. No, because I have a video of me in my bed screaming over the fact that Clem won. Well, that's July. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... 26th. Where is it? No, we we were on FaceTime. We were? Okay. You can't see that. I was was still in my house watching it on my TV. Yeah, no, I don't know why I thought you were at work. Because here you go. And then... Can you hear it? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna cry! <laughs> James is high-fiving everyone! <laughs> the emotional distraught in both of our voices. I'll favourite it so you can put that up. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm gonna cry again! I was going to say, I definitely remember us being on the phone because I remember it being like the very last lap and we were freaking out and we were like, we need a call, we need a call. Like, what is going on? Yeah, because I I was like, I remember being at home. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why I thought you might have been at work. There's probably been races where I've recorded and gone, guess what? And you're while you're doing something. Probably. But yeah, so that was an amazing win. Like, that was holy moly. Like, yeah, I we were screaming, as you have just heard. We'll put the clip here of, you know, 
us screaming our lungs out. Pretty typical of us, actually. Oh, yeah. Like, you should have seen us uh, in Abu Dhabi when Mr. Doohan crossed the line. We were squealing. Our dear friend James was here. Very confused on why we were screaming. Um, for those who follow me on Instagram, we did pop a bottle of champagne to celebrate. We were very, very thrilled <laughs> with Mr. Doohan's words. <laughs> that the champagne, the, the 21st birthday champagne was popped. Um, <laughs> very much worth it. Oh yeah, jelly shots were taken. Um, it was a it was a party. It was a celebration. It was, it was a real party. It so was. It was that leads us to highlight number two, which is Miss, back to Mister Jones. Back to back wins. Mm-hmm. In Hungary and Spa. Yes. And it was in where is my nose? It was in Spa, where he won on the second last lap. Yeah, he overtook Teo Porcher on the second last lap mm-hmm. and managed to hold him out. I think he won by three seconds, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, it was something. It was a really small gap. The big gap, though, was when he won in... Hung- when did Hungry. he win? Where he won Hungry. by nine seconds. Hungry. Hungry. Was it Hungry? I think so. No, yeah, it must have been Hungary because the only other place he won was Abu Dhabi and he didn't win by nine seconds in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. So he's had a pretty mega season. Hasn't he? Um, um, and as we mentioned before, this is his um, last F2 season. He's actually taking a bit of a break. We don't know what he's doing. Um, Lara's really distraught about it. We have checked her into therapy. Don't stress people. Um, <laughs> that's coming out of that prize pool money that – 20 bucks that F2 makes that we've just learnt. Yeah. Uh, Jack is, is going to paying work. for my therapy directly. Pretty because much. Because he caused this. Yeah, this is on him. Um, but he went out with a bang because he won the last feature race of the season. So, you know, he went out with a bang, which was so good. But, yeah, so he went out with a bang, winning. How, how much did he win by in the last race? It was pretty close. It was a close. It was close, that race it was between close. everyone. Very close because we also didn't, we didn't have Clem racing in the last race. We had um Paul Aaron who filled in, did some work in Trident, but we'll get to that when we speak about the grid for next year. That's yeah, that I've hit a trigger point. And then, uh, what was that? What was your next highlight? <laughs> I'm so hungry. I'm sorry. Um, the next my- highlight. Was no, 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 that's not my next highlight. Thank you very much. I'm going to stop you right there. My okay. Ne- my next highlight is Ollie Behrman winning with a dodgy steering wheel. Getting pulled yeah, with a dodgy well, steering wheel. I wasn't necessarily going in like ranking order, but yes, oh, if I we're ranking was. it, then yes, then yes, Ollie, Ollie is next. Oh, I was going to say, I, I've been announcing them in ranking order. Sorry. Okay. Well, I mean, like, yeah, they have been. That's so why I far, said Clem, so. Clem's win, us screaming, Jack, um, Jack's, Jack's overtake on therapy. the last race, your therapy, and then Ollie Behrman winning, uh, Ollie getting pole. Ollie Behrman. Right, not coming, winning, getting pole. Like, getting pole with fucking skewed steering. His steering was not aligned. His steering was No, because he actually went into the barrier. 
um, he's cleaned up the barrier and he's continued going. And yeah, he had really bad steering. Um, and that actually links to our awards part where Ollie did win an award for um, Pirelli. Pirelli. It's the Pirelli Highlight Award. Yeah. For that specifically. Which is a solid effort. I mean, I couldn't do that. I can barely drive as it is. I actually parallel parked today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. I appreciate it. It it took a lot. To round out our highlights for the season, we get Teo Porcher's consistency. Yeah. man was consistent. There are only a handful, like maybe three or four times where he finished outside of the points. Mm. And other than that, he only won once and he won the championship. Yeah, like watching Abu Dhabi, that was stressful. I was on the edge of my seat the whole night, like just not knowing. With Lara and James going, calm down, they still have to pit, they still have to pit, stay calm, everyone breathe. It's not the point. Um, It was very stressful. So when he won, I can confirm I squealed again to that. I I probably have footage of that too that we can put up in here because I definitely... How how Georgia feels about Teo is how I feel about Jack. Yeah, They're I don't know what's between me and Teo. I just have this love for him. It's come out I'm of just, nowhere. I'm just obsessed with Jack Dillon. Yeah. I always have been. That's, that always will be. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> we can allow that. Well, those were our highlights. Yeah. And as we mentioned, some of those guys also received awards at the F2 prize giving. Which was very, um, very recently, like the last week, I believe it was. Like it was over the yeah, past couple of weeks. Week. Yeah, something like so, that. So, as we mentioned, we had Victor Martin's winning uh, Rookie of the Year. Um, we had Oli with the uh, Pirelli a Highlight of the Year award. Um, Victor won two awards actually, didn't he? He also won the Mecha Chrome Award. Yes. Was that he Victor? Did. Yes. Yes, yes. So for the, the highest Mecha number award for the highest number of fastest laps, yeah. So Victor also got that. So that's really impressive to win those two awards in your rookie season. Um, and then we had Jack. Who was Jack tied with for best performance? Richard Vashaw. Yes. So they had best performance. Jack's was for... Um, His the, feature race in, in Spa. And going from P11 to P1. Mm-hmm. And I don't have why Richard. And Richard Vashaw's was for his win at Spielberg. Yes, that's right. So we've got a few more ones sort of scattered out around there. And then obviously. Don't forget, Vesti got the best overtake award yes. in his race in Barcelona uh, in the feature race where he overtook three wide, which was Yes, insane. that was insane. Yeah, well, that, I do remember that now. That was something else. That was very like. I think I sat there with like bated breath, thinking someone's going to go off, someone's going to go off. Oh go yeah, off. like I feel like when I you think something, yeah, when you watch something like that happen, you just wait for the crash. Like you just like, it feels weird to not see a crash happen. Like you just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and then for everyone to go through smoothly, it's like, oh my god. Mm. It's like what the insane. Fuck? Yeah. Oh, definitely. So. And I- think that leads us into the grid for next year yeah i was just about to say let's dive on in because we've pretty much covered yeah that so, so i guess if you guys follow us into- on tiktok which you should at girls in the paddock you will already know what i'm about to tell you but if you don't follow us you're missing out i'll tell you anyways <laughs> 
so <laughs> I'll let you know on a little secret anyways. Don't stress. So the, I researched the whole grid for next year. And while we still have three unconfirmed seats, these are the stats that we know so far. So which let's, is, do you want to discuss, yeah, who's being, who's leaving first? Get Well, uh, let me run through these stats okay. and then we can okay. discuss everything in more detail. All right. So we have nine drivers that are leaving F2. We have five drivers moving up from F3. We have three drivers who are re-signing with their current teams. We've got two drivers moving from Freca and five drivers moving teams. Okay. So that's just a little rundown of the stats. Do you want to discuss who is not yeah. staying in F2 so, next year? Obviously with F2, the championship winner, they're not allowed to re-sign, like come back and race in F2. They've got to fuck off, go away. Go do something else. Usually they're waiting for the F1 seat, doing testing with F1 and whichever team they may be signed with. So, for example, Porsche is with Alfa Romeo, I believe. Um, he did do some testing with them this season as well. I'm pretty sure of a couple of races. One, maybe one or two, yeah. Um, yeah. But next year he is going into Super Formula where our darling New Zealander Liam Lawson was this season in Super Formula. So mm -hmm. Porsche is going over there. So Super Formula is a Japanese racing series isn't it yeah so he is going over there he's with toyota one of the toyota teams um that's kind of yeah i thought that we know that about him who else we've got clem our dear darling clem who he's out he what did you say he was looking at doing next year i believe that he's looking at doing lmp2 which for anyone who yeah. doesn't know is the le mans like prototype series yeah um it's like a closed it's um What's the word? A closed, um, fuck, I can't think of the word. You can do it. Uh, it's like, it's, it's essentially, instead of being like open, like F1, like the F1 cars are, it's closed. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you get what I mean. Yeah. I just can't think of the word. I know what you mean. Yes. I know what you're putting down. <laughs> <laughs> I get exactly what you're putting down. Um, we have Arthur Leclerc out. We don't really know. I don't know if there's been anything said about what he's off to. He's just out. He had a bit Not of a that rookie, I know. Like, rookie, um, yeah, rocky, sorry, rocky season this year. wasn't really great. So I'm not too sure what the game plan there is for Arthur. Um, Vesti is also out. So Vesti was our P2 championship uh, contender, leader, winner, whatever you call it. One of those three words. Um, placer. Um, don't know what he's doing either. He, yeah. Honestly, he, he, we don't really have confirmation for what a no. lot of people are doing next year. Yeah, that's the thing. There just hasn't really been that confirmation. Like, we know Vesti's with Mercedes. He's part of the Mercedes team. Yes. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, who knows? Might be something there. Waiting for him to do testing something. Yeah. Driving, doing something. Who knows? So we don't really know what's going on there. Same with Jack Dillon. Don't really know. I'm assuming he's just going to follow Alpine around for the year, for the season yeah. next year. He's I mean, their reserves. So my possibilities, you know, with contracts ending and all that, that may be what he's going to From what I've heard um, about doing specifically is that the reason he's leaving F2 is because he doesn't think that there's anything there for him and he mm. really, really wants to chase after his F1 seat, 
So I think That's fair. I don't know whether he'll do another racing series next year or whether yeah. he will just follow Alpine around Alpine on their F1 around. grid. Yeah. Unfortunately, he still has about a year or two to wait yeah. out Esteban and Pierre's contracts. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. Still and like, fingers crossed, game. but like, it's really hard to know at this yeah, stage. Yeah, a bit of a waiting game. We don't really know what is going to happen with that one. But I definitely think, yeah, we'll see him around next year, still following around Alpine. Um, sure he'll be out of all the races still, just cruising along as they do. Chilling, um, having a good time. Who else do we have that's out? We have Ralph Boschung. He's out. Do we know why? Um, Ayuma Owasa is yeah. also out. Rory Nassani is also out. God, everyone's just dipping. And then possibly Roman Stanek. Yeah, we don't really know. He was with Trident this year, I believe. Wasn't it Trident? Yep. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Clemson. So Static yeah. could re-sign with Trident. We just haven't um, really gotten But of- I don't think it's confirmed yet. Trident hasn't yeah, confirmed no. their drivers yet. No, they haven't confirmed either of them. So as we were saying before, um, Paul Aaron, who was from F3, he actually came and um, raced – in Abu Dhabi in Clem Nova like seat for the, like the last um beach race and so it was kind of like oh okay well if they're putting pole in the seat now then this trident seat must be his but he actually signed with drum roll because I can't see that's what I was about to say once I got to my notes as you can tell I'm really upset about it yeah. I was like come on you bring Paul Aaron in you kick Clem out of his seat for the very last race of the season, mm. and then you don't even sign him. Mm. I thought it was really weird. Like, come on. Oh my god. Unacceptable. So, do you want so, me to briefly yeah. run through the teams? Yeah, we can do that. So, yeah, first is MP Motorsport. Hit us. So, MP Motorsport, we've got Franco Colapinto, who mm-hmm. is moving up from F3. He's and also a Williams Jr. driver, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah. And then we've also got Dennis Hauger, who is staying with MP for next season. Very lovely. And then we've got ART, and mm-hmm. moving up from F3 is Zach O'Sullivan, who... Mm-hmm might also be part of the Williams Academy. Oh, I actually don't know. So, let's have a look. Yep, he is. He's a part of, yeah, the Williams Driver Academy too. That's what I thought. Go, girl. And Victor Martins is re-signing with ART. Yes. And so then, hopefully have a strong season for Victor next year because it seems like he yes. performs well in that car. So fingers crossed we'll have a now, little prediction. This is where Prema gets interesting. So we have Ollie Behrman re-signing for next year, um, which we weren't sure about up until nearly the last race because what we knew was that Prema wanted to bring in Kimi Antonelli, who yes. has been racing in Brecca. A lot of people liken him to Senna um, yeah. in terms of the way he appears and his driving skills. But we always knew Prema wanted to bring him in. We just didn't know whose seat he was going to take. Yeah. Um, 
And it makes more sense for them to stick with Ollie. He's younger. He's got more time. Exactly. Maybe his sponsors are better. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and Ollie, again, he's just one of those drivers who performs really well. Like he's did had had a really good season this year. So it'd be, you know, it wouldn't be right for them to drop them. Like it'd be a bit like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. Um, moving on, we have Roden Carlin, who mm-hmm. they have Zane Maloney re-signing. Yep. And then they've got Rito Miata for next season. So he is this year's Super Formula champion. Yes. And from the best of my knowledge, he plans on doing a dual championship next year. Yeah. So he'll be racing in F2 with Roden Carlin and then European Le Mans with, I forgot so what team it is. Draining. Could you imagine? That'd be so draining. Well, from my understanding, he did a dual championship this year. He did Super Formula and Super GT. Yeah. Okay. I was up to Dams. Yeah. Now, Dams They've has two, drivers. two drivers moving teams. Yes. So they're getting Jack Crawford, who's coming from high tech. And yep. they've also got Juan Manuel Correa, who's coming from Van Amersfoort. So that'll be interesting. That that seems like a good duo to have. Like Jack Crawford's a really strong driver. He's had a good season this year too. So that'll be an interesting duo to watch out for next year, I reckon. Like I'm pretty excited to yeah, see. Yeah, I, I see. Keep your eye on Dams. Their car yeah. is a bit hit or miss, but they've got strong drivers for next season. Yeah, definitely. And then in Victor Virtuosi, we've got Gabriel Bordoletto moving from F3. And so he, he was is the champion. The champion. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah, so he was their champion for this year in F3. Yeah. Um, the championship was announced quite a while ago. F3 finishes a lot earlier than F2 and F1. Um, yes. I think he secured the championship in Monza, mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah. After qualifying in Monza. Yeah, it's and usually. then alongside him is Kushmini, who is moving from Campos. Yes, Campos has been a bit slow this year, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but hopefully, hopefully things are looking up for next year for Kushmini. And then we move on to high tech, where, as we mentioned, Paul Aaron is going. I do like Paul Aaron. Do not get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, I like Paul say, Aaron. Um, yeah, I'm just Tiana salty about you. the whole Clem situation. Yeah. Which I get. I think yeah, Paul will getting... be really good in an F2 car next year, though. Like, I reckon he'll be someone else to watch out for. I think he'll have a really good rookie season. Depending on the car sure. and everything, I feel like he'll have a strong season because he had quite a strong season in F3 this year. So it's not too surprising that he's coming to F2 from F3 this year. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. He definitely... He's one to watch and keep 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 your eye out. Yeah, definitely. And then we've got Amory Cordille and he's moving yep. from Invicta Virtuosi. Yeah. And then we go to Campos where we've got Isaac Hadjar who's moving from High Tech and Pepe Marti who's moving from F3. Sorry. Yeah. 
He's also had a very strong season. All of yeah. the F three drivers that are moving up have okay. all had very strong F three. Yeah, seasons. have all really earned their F two seat for the next year because they've all had really amazing seasons this year. Um, then we've got Van Amersfoort, which is we've mm-hmm. got Enzo Fittipaldi who's moving from Roden Carlin, mm-hmm. and Rafael Villagomez, which yes. apparently I haven't written where he's coming from, but I want to say it's F three. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I don't actually have a note on him. That one's on you. Give me five seconds. Raphael Villa. While she does that, I would like to discuss how I'm I'm certain that Prema is a bit of a cult. I there's something culty oh, about Prema. I don't can, know what we it can is. Get into Prema in a second. It's a cult. We'll get into that in a second, I promise. I'm telling you. Okay. And then we have Trident, who, as we discussed, haven't announced their drivers for next season. There's suspicions surrounding Roman Stanek re-signing, yeah. but not 100% sure. And then last but not least, we've got PHM, who they have currently signed Joshua Dirksen, who yes. has been racing in Brecker. Yep. And then they right, haven't announced it. their second driver yet. Yeah, so, we're still waiting to hear. We're waiting for the last three spots on the grid for next year. I feel like Silly Season is more entertaining for F2 than F1 this year. Silly Season was so much fun for F2 to just be like, what is going on? Yeah, I think because so much more movement was happening than in F1. In F1, everyone got their contracts renewed. Yeah, exactly. No one was really going anywhere. Like, the only person we weren't sure about was Logan Sargent. Mm-hmm. And even then, he got his contract renewed. Yeah, he did. Get Izzy on the pod. I need her to back me here. There's our man. There's Mr. America. Making my year. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Prema cult theory. Hit me. Oh, I just think it's cult. Let's discuss this. Okay. Prema. So this is what actually triggered this for me. Bad for their drivers. This is what triggered it for me is, uh, for those who don't know, there's a lovely lady, Georgie, who has her podcast um, Paddock Talks with Izzy. And Georgie posted something on Instagram about saying how all the drivers keep coming back to Prema, like how it's so strange that drivers leave Prema and come back. I believe it's because Prema is a cult. The dri- <laughs> but it's, the, I thought you were going to have a more full-fleshed reason, not just because they just come back. They do, but they come back for the culty reasons. <laughs> There's something culty about it. Okay, so when Mark is coming leader, back to Prema. Prema is so close to Ferrari, which is like the god of it all. And yeah. then this Prema is like the little minions of it. And they just keep coming back because they're like, oh, is this shame? A large, a large percentage of Prema drivers are in the FDA too. Yes. There's just something so But if that's your theory, when is Marcus coming back to Prema? Oh no, he's long gone. He he see he's free. The he, is never. he escaped the cold. He's in the states. He's he's, he's a burned that bridge and left. I think we've got well and truly off topic, and yeah, I well, think you've well we and truly heard enough from us. Yeah, most likely. I mean, we've been recording for an hour, but probably like thirty minutes of this is actually content. <laughs> I know it's so bad, but from us rambling. Um. Ah. Well. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, I hope you missed us. We promise we won't stay away for so long again. 
please make sure to follow us on instagram and on tiktok at girls in the paddock we will put all of our links in the description below um keep up with us keep up with our content encourage us to post more yeah uh we're looking forward to next season as well and to chit chatting about it with you guys should be interesting should be fun and let us know what you're looking forward to seeing next year in f2 also that was today's discussion topic yeah tell us what you think for championship next year predictions i think we're gonna have victor martin's definitely up there i feel like we're gonna have a bit of ollie bearman up there too next year yeah so keep an eye out tell us what you think and we'll see you guys next time next time see ya